A hole in the wall isn't much to talk about by itself, but how this one got there is. Mainly because how Estes Park police have described this one. A bear, they said, forcibly breached a hole in the wall like the Kool-Aid man. Nine News reporter Katie Eastman had to get the story from the homeowners. Nose prints and paw prints aren't the only thing it left behind. He came in, knocked the trash can over, which closed the door behind him. Slammed the door shut. After the bear accidentally closed this door with the trash can, he started scratching and biting until he made this hole and escaped through the wall. You are now listening to Mixing the Water. And what was it? Nose prints and paw prints. Yeah, Cardi B guy. Classic Ghost Rider. Classic. Those Meek Mill bars. Bear signs. <laughs> Is that that new blue face? <clears throat> uh, welcome back to the Mix and Order Podcast, episode ninety-eight. What day of the week is? I can't. Even, I don't remember anymore. <clears throat> Oh, I, we should just let him in on the secret that this is all part of my plan to goodwill hunting this whole podcast. It's just one of these days you're just going to be Ben Affleck and it's just going to be like that thing where I just hope one of these days you don't show up and we're just going to keep telling people podcast is coming one day later than it really <laughs> is until you just waiting and waiting and waiting. That's it. And that fucking that check never comes, baby. I wish it was even that cool now in reality. Um, and we actually got a little feedback. Uh, a little bit of feedback last week about uh, the content thing made people mad. Uh, Misha talking our entire listening base also, also made people mad, but they can come here. Can get the, Shocker. You can come get these hands. Um, I did notice that, you know, people seem to, to be a little bit upset, but people seem to think that, and this is something I really want to clear up, that we don't do the episodes on the weekend sometimes because we're worried about the quality, and that gives us way too much credit as well. It's because we literally get lazy and don't have time. Or play, we play the tape back. <laughs> so I appreciate quality. I appreciate that sentiment from our listeners that we are committed to doing the best show possible. So we can't do it. Like when I'm when I'm too hungover to record on Sunday, it's not because I think that if I could get here, being hungover would lead to a negative show. It's because I physically don't know if I could get here. Facts. And I'm not sure if I physically want you here. Facts. All right. Well, thrown up all over my microphone. <laughs> Usually, if I, by the time I get here, there's nothing left in me. This last weekend, you texted me and you were just like, Yeah, I don't know if after five I'm going to want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I said that. <laughs> that was, I said that, that shit. That was a verb. <laughs> like, like, we were texting on Sunday. We had, like, per our normal calendar, we had a moderate to low amount of scheduling conflicts. Like nothing really major. It was just sort of a, I was in one place. You kind of had something going on. And between the two of us, you just talk about like the combination of punting to future us just being like, well, I might be able to do it at like this time. And you're like, I got this thing at like an hour before that. Yeah. Could run long. <laughs> I think at one point you said you were going to Skype your dad. Yeah. And then like implied that that could take a couple hours. And I'm not making fun of you because I was like sitting there like... 
It's like, <laughs> it was just like it was like when you're a kid and your parents like ask you to do something and like all right we need you to go we need you to go rake the leaves and you get out there and like you just can't find the rake in the first like three minutes and then you just go like I'll just take the grounding like yeah that's it I'm just, run, I'm just running away now yeah yeah fuck it emancipate me so that's what happened this weekend and then last night I think we I don't think we talked about it on the pod but it's probably worth a little uh, round of applause you did just start a new job yeah. So congratulations to you for that. But Thank there, you. with that is going to come a little bit of a new job. Like, got to actually do some work. So yeah, you were. Uh, I got a lot of work to do. So you were running a little bit extra, a little OT early. So we figured we'd not have time to do it last night. So here we are on Tuesday, making but it happen. We back up in this bitch. Hair. Now you get in your hump day episode. Yeah, hair. It's like it's like throwback to when we used to do hair of the dog. Get your pod on while you get your fuck on. We used to record on. twice a week. Yeah. Twice a week. Yeah. The fans loved it. How the fuck did we do that, though? Just fucking commitment to the game. <laughs> yeah. That's steady grinding. Yeah. <laughs> I've already said out loud <laughs> in private circles that we're like one of us moving from this whole thing. <laughs> like, like, this is yeah. a, if this commutes more than 12 minutes, yeah. we out. It's a real house of cards situation right now that's just keeping this podcast afloat. So we'll keep the facade up for you, but... Thanks yeah. for thanks for sticking with us. If you are a normal listener and you're still listening now because it's Wednesday, first of all, we knew you would. Got him. Second of all, thanks. And also, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll just start pumping out episodes once every three months, but they're going to be four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we have a non-space intro this week. Yeah. Bear talk. Dude, I don't you, fucks with bears. Can you elaborate on that for me? So was this like local? This no, this is, this is somewhere where bears walk into houses. I think it was down south. That doesn't sound. This is not like where I would think bears would be. There's bears everywhere, bruh. Wow. Uh, so the bear got into the house. So the door was propped open with a trash can, that had like trash in it. I don't know if you know this about bears. Bears love trash, right? The bear walks in the house, starts fucking with this trash can. Door closes behind the bear. So now the bears is in this basement, right? Imagine what coming. Leads me to another question. I'll put a pin in that. Ba- door closes behind this bear. Now, bear doesn't know how to open a door. Bear's stupid, right? Doesn't have opposable thumbs. Facts. Go off, King. So how's this bear deciding to get out of this house? He's jumping out the window? Nah. It's weak shit. This bear just starts scratching and clawing at the fucking wall of this house until he puts a hole big enough to fucking climb through. Just puts a hole in this motherfucking house. In the basement? Yeah. This is like an exterior basement. Like yeah, a like an ex- yeah, like a walkout basement. So it wasn't like foundation. It I was, was like, like, what the fuck? Was nah. bear on PCP? Yeah. I mean, it may not even been a basement. It was like a first floor. Like I couldn't like, yeah. it was ground level, but it, was, it didn't look like a front entrance. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's the door and then there's this giant fucking hole right next to the door this bear crawled out of. Imagine coming home and having a bear inside your house. I like how we followed up a story about a lack of effort <laughs> and sheer laziness with a story about a bear having such resiliency that it clawed its way through a wall to get out. That's pretty impressive. What's interesting to me is I want to know what's going on in this bear's mind. The door's closed and this bear decides it doesn't want to go further in. It wants out. But if you found like all this trash, right? Was you there f- a bigger bear already in the basement? I don't know. A fucking silverback gorilla in there. Who knows? But you find this cache of trash is what I'm going to call it, This cache of trash, right? I mean, don't you think you'd go exploring? Or maybe you did. Hashtag cast trash. Right? BT dubs. Um, I don't know. That does sound like the start of a horror movie where like when you see a really scary thing running from something you can't see, you assume that the thing chasing it is scarier than the thing you're seeing running. 
That's just like day one horror. Uh, Is there any animal more petrifying to walk into your house and see than a fucking bear? Besides like a T-Rex? Or a snake. Ah, snakes I can I can live with. I don't I think you say that until you walk in and there's like a cobra on the fucking floor of your fucking Well, I mean, all right. I mean we're talking like See, I think with bears We're talking geographically here. Okay. Yeah. Right? If so, there's a cobra on the in my fucking kitchen, <laughs> then someone left their cobra in my kitchen. <laughs> oh, so you're just talking about New Hampshire shit? Hey boo, come get your fucking cobra. So you're just saying like shit that Yeah, like local shit, right? Like a bobcat or a bear. Bear, right? Maybe a moose. Oh, yeah. If a moose dips into your house somehow. Yeah, that'd be freaky. Hey, what's up? This is my house now. I live here. Yeah, where the moose at? Yeah. Especially on the second floor. I don't know. But yeah, um, I don't fucks with bears being in my house. That was a real casual shot. Um, I'm trying to think of New Hampshire. Yeah. What about Fisher Cat? I mean, no, it's like smaller, but. See, see, that's the thing. I was like, I was thinking about that. Like, that thing. I feel like the bear is more of a known variable, right? Because that bear is going to announce itself the moment you walk in the yeah. house. That Fisher cat might be hanging out till you're asleep and then just scratch your face yeah, off. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, bears, I feel like I got a good grasp on Or it. like a trash panda I mean, just bear- sleeping on your chest. <laughs> what? <laughs> a trash panda? Yeah. Is that what you call raccoons? Yeah. You said that so cat, like, nonchalant. Did you have that in the holster this whole time? But I wasn't thinking about it, but it you just came You did not to- just reach for trash panda. I don't have to reach for trash panda. Like you say that, that's just part of your... Trash Panda is a common name for a raccoon. That is just part of your common vernacular. Yeah, well, I don't talk about raccoons very often. And now you're saying raccoon all (laughs) fucked up, too. That's just me. Okay. (laughs) All right, yeah, a Trash Panda. Fun fact, we have one outside of our uh, apartment, and I think that like our cat's low-key friends with it. Probably. Like He gets all tweaked out when the raccoon... I've seen the raccoon like reach up and take the neighbor's trash cans and just like pull them over. And just like start looking through them, and then fucking our cat will just sit there and look down at the raccoon and kind of like just sub plead. He, nobody's like looking out for him. Like he's like fucking oh. my guy's running point. He's out here just <laughs> yeah. He's out here just scanning the fucking driveway. Yeah, for the big ass vermin that your fucking neighbor keeps feeding. Yeah. No shouts out to that guy. Yeah, we don't know. He could be a listener. Negative you know? shout outs to that guy. We don't, we don't want any beef, dog. What's beef? So, fun fact: there is a. I'm pretty sure I'm like half owner. Of a trash panda. Nice. Would you Hashtag name him? trash panda. I don't know. I didn't come up with a name for him. I thought he was just chilling outside. He's awfully cute compared to like what you'd think. Yeah. They're I not, think I think raccoons get a bad rap. They're not as vile looking. The whole rabies thing. As a guy who lives in a neighborhood that has skunks, possums, and raccoons, of that fucking trifecta of lower middle class, uh, yeah, I'm taking the raccoon all day. I can probably... Fuck, marry, kill, raccoon, possum, skunk. Fuck, marry, kill, raccoon, possum, skunk. Well, I'm not going to fuck the possum. I'm just going to play dead the whole time. I feel like a skunk. I feel like you got to kill a skunk. That's, that is the obvious choice. You don't need that in your life. Yeah. I feel like you marry the possum, but I feel like that trash panda fucks. Because hmm. so rac- the, the raccoons are kind of desperate, right? <laughs> Right, they're just digging through trash. Raccoons are slutty vermin. Yeah, looking for anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll if they're pulling out just fucking apple cores and licking the inside of like two day old tuna cans. Yeah, you want to fuck the dumpster diver. Yeah, a possum. I mean, that raccoon licks ass. That's oh yeah. If you're into getting your scrum munched, that raccoon will actually eat your asshole. You want you want that raccoon in your life for sure. But I think the raccoon. 
I think the possum seems like playing dead seems like a more stable choice for sure. Because the raccoon is like the crazy ex you had like in college that nobody liked. Like, you know what I mean? The raccoon I bet might skunk, get I bet, a sk- I bet a skunk fucks though. They're fucking nasty. <laughs> They're nasty. <laughs> You're just thinking of Pepe Le Pew now. Yeah. You're just thinking of a cartoon skunk? Who I just don't, I don't have a fucking Has skunk. he been canceled yet? Is Pepe Le Pew problematic at this oh, point? Oh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, it's a skunk. Yeah, but he was like kind of rapey. Like he was talking about like... He was talking about getting it in. She wasn't feeling it. He was. I thought he was just being French. Like, I thought he was just being romantic. A romantic. I don't. I have to go back and watch. I think he's problematic. I think he's problematic big time. Somebody DM us and let us know if Pepe Le Pew's canceled. We watched. Uh, we didn't watch, but uh, the other day, the that episode of The Office where the the flat the guy flashes uh, oh, Phyllis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that 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 show was lucky it came out when it did. Because it's just got... Oh, yeah. Like, even just the Gator episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, when you watch The Office now, there are definitely times where you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, even just the fact that somehow they still play the... And they say faggy. Like... Yeah. It's... It's like even that now. I mean, ugh. even yeah, when I just said it, you, you put, like it's just like... And when you say it, it's like... That's, and I think that's my least favorite word. And Steve Carell... Says like Steve Carell says it multiple times, and it's odd that Steve Carell is now. It's weird how some shows they pull out, and maybe it's not old enough yet, but it's like some shows they pull out and they go like, "Oh my god, can you believe that?" But yet with certain shows, people just can understand that it's satire for the sake of comedy. Yeah, why is that? Why does why do you get to decide which ones you like and which? The Office just got the the biggest pass of all time because like all the blue checkmark like Twitter trolls, they're the biggest into The Office, but they're all that Venn diagram of like. This is going to sound sexist, but I'm just saying what I've observed. The Venn diagram of 25-year-old like social justice warrior females who also love The Office is there is a thick center section of that. It Venn probably diagram. helps that the gay characters on that show weren't played as like stereotypical, you know, super flamboyant, you know. It's funny you say that because I ask that all the time to Yelena. Like I ask... Like we'll watch shows, and there's like even some kind of current shows where the the homosexual characters are portrayed as just all the overt stereotypes. And yeah. I'm like, how is this like? Isn't this more problematic than yeah. the use of like specific nouns and verbs that people don't yeah. like? But, I think I think The Office actually respected how the characters were represented pretty well. Yeah, I also have a theory about Michael Scott that the reason he is so beloved and that show is so beloved is because he is sort of the perfect anti-hero like no one watches that show from michael scott's perspective everyone like the way they wrote it is you are a member of the office watching your boss do all the things that you can't imagine a boss would do and so you're constantly looking at him you know what i mean yeah if it if it was like a one of the characters that was more liked i think you have a harder time but he was always the butt of the joke he was always saying the inappropriate thing he was always doing the thing you shouldn't do but they kind of got away with that because they built it that way yeah. that's what i feel because that's a lot of shit like that that, that you look back on it you're just like but also it's just fucking funny like it's game, hilarious the show's I, so funny i stand for that episode so hard and the office is like everyone says jumping the shark a little bit because it's like become the internet is killing it like it you can't really. a show can't jump the shark after it's already been no but okay so being being an office super fan has jumped the shark okay that you know I what agree, i mean that being i agree like, with 10,000 talking about that show like it, don't get me wrong i think that there are parts of that show that are maybe some of the funniest written television that ever will be but to say that it's like the peak of comedy is 
Like people get carried away. But that's that's a separate conversation. But there are still episodes of that show that you're just like, how on earth is this this funny? When Toby comes back and Michael just starts screaming no, dude, I fucking die every yeah. time. I fucking die. I know it's coming. I know it's coming from a mile away and it fucking gets me every dude, time. Dude, every time. That gay witch hunt is start to finish. There's not a bad scene in that episode. Yeah. Like they're just <laughs> there is there are not at all. Like the scenes where Dwight's like talking to him about Gator and they call Jim and Jim gets from sharper <laughs> image and then sends it to him and it's just a metal detector. The scene where Jan and Toby come in and he's like, you know, they're trying to figure out why he said that to Oscar and he says, "I watch queer as fuck." <laughs> like it's just like there are all of these <laughs> there's just these moments and it's like and so there are moments in that show where you're like fucking. But it is interesting how it gets such a pass for everything. Yeah, because like you couldn't, you couldn't even make that joke five years later. But for whatever reason, and like, and that's just not that old. If a if a raccoon had to replace one character on The Office, who would that raccoon play? Creed. Oh yeah, <laughs> easy. yeah. You had that in a whole. That was an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, let's do all three. If a raccoon was anybody, it'd be Creed. Yeah. If a possum was anybody, Meredith. I don't know if she plays dead in the sack. I don't know. I was thinking uh, Toby. Oh, yeah. It's kind of possum of me. Just like, yeah. And then a skunk would be. Yeah, that's Meredith. (laughs) Or Dwight. Like, Dwight's kind of got that skunky vibe. Like, overreacting to shit. I don't don't know if if a skunk's utilitarian enough for. (laughs) I don't know. Do you think that the office is getting. So, what, what do you think is more annoying comedically? People who are a little too into Will Ferrell movies and like that thread, or people who are too into the like. I I don't think I know anybody who's really into Will Ferrell movies. Okay, you those get, people exist. You might just not be on Twitter enough. Yeah, it's I'm like not, yeah, it's like two sects of the Twitter sphere. Is like if your go to reference, like if you were trying to make a comment on a social, you know, if your go to references are either Will Ferrell with, um a wedding chasers kind of topper <laughs> or the office. It's like, there's like these wedding two- crashers. Did I say chasers? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'd be a good movie though. We can make that one. Yeah. Wedding crashers. Like there's this subsection of humor. That's like, it's always like dad humor, but everything's, yeah. uh, you know, everything's, uh, you know, rule number 67, you know, never leave a man behind. It's like, Oh God, that just killed. <laughs> yeah. I don't need that. <laughs> Maryland and crab cakes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have people like that in my life. That's good. You're on the internet. I'm out here on the internet. I'm out here on the internet not promoting the pod. Classic. I watched like the last 20 minutes of Happy Gilmore the other night. Eh. You don't, you don't want to open that with me because I will. Adam Sandler. You want to talk about guys who got free passes. Adam Sandler has made correction. This is, this is like two months too late because I just watched the one he did with Jennifer Aniston, the last one they just did. Uh cruise ship or mystery cruise or something yeah, 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 yeah. that one was self-aware enough that it was kind of funny because it's like he's now coming out the other side of just like i'm a fucking joke so i he played like a slob character and he was making light of himself that was kind of funny by and large i don't know his stand-up special was pretty good i thought i didn't get i didn't watch that one it was because I, I typically am like i'm kind of out on it it was it was surprisingly endearing and funny i could probably and if he's like becoming a little self-aware then i'm all right with it yeah i that was good that was the best thing I've seen. But yeah, to go back time. and watch Little Nicky, like I thought Little Nicky was funny when I was twelve. <laughs> so it's like to be fucking. I could see you being a Little Nicky fan, dude. I love. I loved all those movies, man. I mean, Happy Gilmore. It's like growing up kid in New England. Like he's the one who made it. Everybody fucking loved his shit. And but you now think back and Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. I think Billy Madison gets a pass. 
It's kind of funny, but even yeah. that, it's like, all right, like it's kind of funny. But, but like, like Waterboy, eh? Waterboy, Big Daddy, yeah. Like, dude, if you're listening to this right now and you're gonna tell me you're gonna catch fucking Big Daddy on cable next Saturday, you can, you can look me in the eye and say it. But this is the this is also coming from the guy who will watch both Ace Ventura's back to back. Dude, I think those don't even. I think that's why I don't like the Happy Gilmore and the you know those Adam Sandler movies is because I think there are movies like Ace Ventura that are they're not even on the same level. No, like Ace Ventura might be one of the funniest because it's it's just a little bit talk about not holding up. It's just a little better. It's a lot better. You know, (laughs) just a better quality. I don't know if Adam Sandler. Yeah, if he's doing a little bit more self-deprecation and he's kind of making light of himself, I can fuck with that. Mm-hmm. Since I can't get into like, I'm not gonna watch Grown Ups four, you know, like wild. And I get that those aren't for me. They're not making those for me. They're making those for the 40 year old Adam Sandler fan who, you know, was 20 when some of those movies came out. But I don't know. <clears throat> what else been going on in the hood? It's good in the hood. Let's. Um... <clears throat> Do you think the Clintons killed Jeffrey Epstein? I don't know if they did in particular. My reason for saying that the Clintons didn't is because I think that his implications would have stretched far beyond the Clintons. And I think if there's anything that could have brought down crucial members of the current administration, I think the Clintons would have let that ride. I think that, and this is just totally me theorizing, obviously I have no data, but I think that if there was one person, if there was, if you think of the groups that could have called the bluff on that, I'm thinking the Clintons would have let the cards come to the table, because I think that they thought that there was worse on the other side. Right? You don't have to beat the moral high ground; you have to beat the other guy implicated. Right? Yeah, you just have to be higher on the ground. Exactly. I don't know. I think he just saw the writing on the wall and just killed himself. I do not. No. No. You think he got strung up? I think. I think. Either way, I'm not gonna lose any sleep about it. So, except for the fact that he might have been, you know, there's this unfortunate <laughs> smokescreen that exists when somebody horrific gets killed and or is murdered or commits suicide, and everybody goes, "Okay, we're better off." But like, if Aaron Hernandez had killed himself in prison and he was the critical witness in implicating like a drug cartel of people who might be as bad or worse than he is, then you immediately start to have to have that moral. Like, All right, well, as much as I think Jeffrey Epstein's a piece of scum, it's like if he. Let's say it was the Clintons. Let's say it is Trump. Let's say it's whatever side of the political spectrum you think he's connected to. If he has details that are now never going to be uncovered, I have a problem with that. And I think that that just to me is it's a crazy coincidence. And I don't know. You don't. You think he just? I mean, he's been in jail for quite some time. Yeah, and so he decided that he was going to kill himself. You know, two days after he was taken off suicide watch, he didn't try to harm himself in any other way prior to that. No, he did. No, not successfully, or not like in any real capacity. No, like yeah, he they they found him with like uh, like bruises all across his neck one day. That's why they put him on suicide watch. And then they thought he was, he thought he was fine. So he was like, I'm out. Yeah, allegedly. I don't yeah. know. Either way, I understand where you're coming I from. I know it just doesn't. And I, like, and I agree with you that maybe, maybe there was a lot more that he could have, you know, shed some light on. Just, no, no closed circuit television. Yeah, I mean video evidence. The movie's gonna be great. I'm gonna watch it, but that guy specifically, I'm not fucking shedding a tear for him. So. No, of course. But and again, I'm take take what I'm about to say 
entirely out of the political sphere. I don't give a fuck what you think about Donald Trump. If the sitting United States president could have been implicated in any way with a man who most believe as a pedophile, if there was any way that he could have testified and had evidence corroborated that could have condemned actions of Donald Trump before he was president, that's the single most important piece of information yeah. in U.S. history, maybe, that like a sitting U.S. president could be potentially called to test. I mean, you know, I mean, there's, there's almost an unlimited amount. But if that information's anywhere, if he has that information, it's somewhere else. It's not just in his head, I don't think. Maybe. So... But you kind of need it, right? Yeah, you, you do. You kind of need the character with you Yeah, know? I, I, I agree with you 100%. The other thing it was making me think about, it was making me think about ways to find a dead body. And I'm thinking hanging is probably the last way I want to find a dead body. Because of the swaying? Yeah. There's something about hanging that I just... I think it's way down on the list of ways I'd want to spot a dead body. From what I understand of it, it's fairly gruesome just with what happens above the rope too. So not, not like a thing you want to see. Yeah. And gravity sort of letting all of your orifices relax. Some, some to think about. Yeah. I'm not into that at all. Um, I just think that when (laughs) I just think when shit like this happens, it's so funny how our consciousness works and how the, like, the social consciousness works on the internet where when you have, to me, what seems to be the most obvious example, you know what I mean? If you believe that there are powers that be that manipulate situations... It's the deep state. No, but let's say, let's say you do in any way. If you think that there are people who think that they're smarter than you and have power and money to manipulate the world you live in in a way that is either beneficial for them or they deem is beneficial to you, right? That would be the definition of, like, deep state, right? Mm-hmm. There's this there's this larger ecosystem of power going on. If you believe that even in one one-hundredth, like, of a grain of sand of your, you know, consciousness, like, that could be possible. This has got, like, this has got to be the one that oh, sets yeah, the for alarm sure. off. It's like... If you want to think about JFK, you want to think about Martin Luther King, all of which have compelling stories that those events in history may not have occurred exactly how we think they do. I personally think with JFK, it kind of happened that way. I'm a little less convinced on Martin Luther King, but that's for you to research and decide for yourselves who you know if you want to. But if you believe there are people who try to manipulate the world we live in, you've got to think that this is one of those examples, right? I don't understand how you can still hang yourself in a prison cell. And well, no... And nobody finds you. But I don't even understand how you can. I don't understand how they had like. Have they not figured out how not to like string something up? Well, and when you kill yourself by hanging in a prison cell, I have to imagine you're just basically killing yourself by self strangulation. So there's a time window there, right? Like it's going to take a few minutes for you to fully, yeah, you know, because you're not like jumping off a chair and snapping your. No, exactly. Yeah. So it's so basically he hung himself what over the side of his bunk bed or off the whatever it was. But then he was basically just left there to suffocate. And, you know, this little don't think about your body. It tries pretty hard not to die. So you can't really consciously tell yourself to stop breathing and kill yourself. Like your brain functions. And biological imperative, I feel, is going to make, like, if you can stop yourself from, like, strangulation, you're going to do it. So let's say even if he's in a situation where he can't physically stop himself, like he's rigged it up in a way where he can't, it's like you got to assume that it's going to take maybe with, distress like in maybe a lot of increased movement like let's say he is resisting in some capacity i'm gonna end up on a watch list but i'm gonna google how long it takes to die from strangulation <laughs> just, it takes just like, some light it reading. takes like a minute dude it's gonna take a while 
Like you're, br- and then beyond just when you go unconscious to when your brain Jesus function. Christ, is, to fucking watch. You know what I mean? About three minutes. Yeah, that's a long fucking time. Nobody saw. Like nobody's checking on this guy. Like nobody. You know. It takes seven to fourteen seconds from strangulation to have the victim pass out, and in the following two minutes or so for them to die. And that's two minutes of unrestricted airflow. So he'd be hanging from this thing by his neck with a belt or whatever the fuck he did for two goddamn minutes. So yeah, I'm but I, it's not possible. I but I guess I guess you only, I guess you only have to get through the the pass out part, right? But still, this idea that like no one noticed, his cellmate didn't notice. No, like, no he one was cellmate. No, I supposedly he did some huge muscle bound guy because that's part of the theory yeah. is that maybe he was on the inside. White, to... white, short hair, a lot of tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- that's the other theory is that maybe this guy, you know, parlayed the uh, the chocolate cake for y'all. Make sure this guy doesn't get out. If you guys fucking help me out, because that guy's in for a whole bunch of shit. I just it doesn't you know, it's just it's very coincidental. And I don't know. Michael Shermer is a guy like I've read a lot of his books, and he's a he runs the Skeptic. He's like a very he's sort of one of those uh, online talking heads. But mm-hmm. I've always liked his stuff, and he was like adamant on twitter he's like no he's like you can't allow you know coincidence to you know entice you into thinking that there's malice when there is no malice right like it's just not a logical way to think and i'm a big proponent of logic i try to always think of things in a way that you know irrational but it just it's like really this fucking guy like if he gets to court next summer who fucking knows what he said what if he sings like a fucking canary yeah. and she's like I had fucking slick Willie on the plane dude there was one report that came out that him and Bill Clinton have been like they've been on planes like fucking dozens of times together like they're close close friends it's like what if he just gets in there like oh yeah he's like I've been to a bunch of parties with fucking slick Willie was there a bunch of 16 year olds you know there was everybody was just getting their dick sucked oh and yeah Donald Trump used to have me throw parties for all of his business friends who liked the girls a little younger and I can't say if Donald Trump did participate you know like what if that's just what if he just started fucking screaming from the clouds you know what I mean it's like you never know now I can't say that any of that is true so I don't know maybe he had nothing to say maybe he was just a fucking nightmare yeah but I mean, the guy's fucking connected to the Israeli, you know, government. He's best friends with Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, and is fucking got a lives in a gold palace that's painted like the Israeli flag. And somebody bought him like a sixty million dollar house. This guy's fucking connected. That doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who ain't seen something. You know what I mean? You hang out with fucking nightmare people. You know, if, if by and by your own admission or on this podcast, right? If Donald Trump is a nightmare person. If you're a close personal friend of his, there's no way you haven't seen something in 50 years or you know 30 years of friendship, how long they know each other. You going to the rally on Thursday? No chance. <laughs> got to work. Also, no chance. Yeah. We got a couple friends that are going just for the, the gag of it all. Check it out. <laughs> for doing it for the content? Like we went to SmackDown? Yeah, very similar. I'm sure that'll be similar content as to SmackDown. <laughs> we'll have to get... I don't know who it is, but we'll have to get them on the pod. Names will be redacted. Do um, they sell alcohol at political rallies? Oh, I'm sure they do. Are those concessions open? I'm sure they are. Do you think he gets a cut of the door? How does that work? Does a campaign rally go to... Does the money go towards the campaign? Fund? I don't know how a campaign rally works. Do you have to buy tickets or are they just letting people in? I don't know. Do I go to Ticketmaster? Dude, it'd be funny if, if they got Stub like... StubHub? It'd be funny if like the Donald Trump found, like 
fund got a piece of like the concessions. I'm sure it does. Like he's selling like Bud Light, <laughs> BL Hughley's, and he's getting three bucks on selling, the back selling Trump lights. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Fuck that guy. <laughs> That'd be fucking funny. I mean, I'm assuming if he does it, they all do it. You know, I'm sure. Yeah, but eh. I'm sure if uh, Uncle Joe was there, he'd be selling fucking merch. <laughs> it's just it's a wild it's, world. We it's live gross. In. Downtown's gonna be gross. Oh yeah, I mean that's really the uh, the problem I have with it is like I ain't got. I don't like want to go downtown that day because it's gonna be a shit whole, show. Yeah, the whole thing blocked off. It's gonna be a fucking. I remember, the, I remember when Pence was in town and like shit was fucking blocked off everywhere from Mike Pence. Get the fuck out of here. I don't need Mike Pence fucking my shit up. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to get the market basket. Yeah, I'm trying pitch. to get from A to B. I got fucking Mike Pence in my way. Fuck that. I'm trying to just get all the way to the fucking market basket and now you got out here making I'm trying. I'm trying to cross the street. Like Elm Street was close. I'm trying to get across the street. Oh no, you can't. You can't come within 1,500 yards of Mike Pence. I want to be within 1,500 yards of Mike Pence. <laughs> I'm so mad. So fucking mad. Boy got heated. And he wasn't even coming for like two more hours. Boy got heated. Yeah. Don't get me started on Mike Pence. Didn't they have like the snipers on the fucking Yeah, they got snipers everywhere. Fucking Mike Pence. That's fucking wild. I can't imagine what it's going to be like tomorrow. I'll be on the fucking roof with rocket launchers. I wonder if, is he helicoptering in? Using Dean Kamen's building? (sighs) I don't know. They're probably going to fucking dolly him in on a hand truck. (laughs) Fucking hate it. (laughs) Fucking hate it. Go off, queen. Fucking hate it, man. (laughs) Uh, Throw that shade. He's just a mental midget. <laughs> Let's just let it roll, bro. What do you got? Yeah, <laughs> that's like, it. No, that's you I'm haven't not gonna... gotten. You haven't gone off on the lib front. For I try long. not to. I try not to. But he's just he's the fucking worst. <laughs> 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 I just like I see him. I just see him on the te- like. I don't even have to have the sound on. It should be on mute. I'll see him on TV and I'll just be like, "This fucking idiot." And it's not like a, it's not like a Democrat Republican thing. It's just like a him person thing. He's just a fucking idiot. And people seem to like. I don't understand how people still fucking gravitate towards. Maybe it's just like, like I said, like I've said before in the show. Maybe I give the human race too much credit. I don't know. Maybe what I think the baseline for like regular intelligence is is still a little too high. Well, that's probably correct. And I also think you undervalue bravado. Like I maybe I, I think it's just this thing of people, people who are not strong minded or strong opinionated like they don't have their own sense of moral values or ethical uh, values I just feel like they gravitate to people it's just a very ape like part of our DNA right where that person seems like the strongest person and what's weird about the world we live in we talk about this all the time we're in such like a cushiony world he's a fucking 70 something year old you know like frail man who's on all these meds and she's overweight like he is not like the you know, the Genghis Khan we all think he is, but like because we live in such a soft world, it's just all the verbo like the verbose verbose bravado that allows him to, you know, make people feel that way. If that makes sense. Yeah. You kinda like I mean, it's like you're just standing this if you're in gym class, you're gonna kinda wanna be on the loud, annoying jocks team. Because it just even all things considered, right? There's just like a part of it. My other problem too is that this man ran on two platforms, right? Repeal Obamacare, build a wall. In three and a half years, I you can go online and get Obamacare right now. There ain't no wall. The one wall the GoFundMe people built, and this is my favorite story, <laughs> the, the one wall the GoFundMe people built, they were forced to, A, put a gate in it, and B, forced to leave it open. I mean... That's all time. Yeah. And you just... You just Snoo will be packed tomorrow night. Yeah! Bumping. Send them back! 
You were fucking New Hampshire. Send who back? The Canadians? <laughs> the fuck out of my face. Now that's that's a platform I could get on because if you live in New Hampshire, these fucking these canuckles coming down to use our fucking tax free, oh, bro, like you ain't going to fucking Montreal to see some titties. <laughs> the fuck out! They're of coming here. down here to go to the fucking outlets so they can get some discount Michael Kors. You know, why don't you yeah. go back to Canada and buy that shit for double the cost? <laughs> Let's just say if having free healthcare was so fucking dope, then why you got to come down here to buy your Dre Crew fucking shorts? Hmm? Explain that to me. I don't understand how that's a problem for you. <laughs> I'm just asking. Oh, they don't ever shut up about how things, how dope everything is up there. Yeah. Then you, why you at my shopping mall? <laughs> Explain. Riddle me that one. There's no bro. sales tax here. Oh. Live oh. free or die. Wow. No wonder, sales tax. I wonder why there's no sales tax here. Maybe, no helmets. Yeah. No sales tax because we got no free healthcare. What do you think? Oh, the, there's a sales tax in Canada. I thought you got to pay for this healthcare somewhere, right? What do you think the Venn diagram of people who ride motorcycles without helmets and people are going to be at this Trump rally is? What do you think? How, like, how do you think those Venn diagrams? Don't deflect are? from the traction I was gaining on this. Anti- you're not going to. You're not gaining traction because this anti-Canadian rhetoric. <laughs> because fiscally savvy, fiscally savvy Canucks like to come down here and do a little no, shopping. They can't afford it. They can't afford J Crew up there. Got sixty. I don't know how much J Crew is in Canada. They can't get that Gucci belt unless they come all down here to America. You can't get a Gucci belt here. <laughs> Red, white, and blue. Bro. Don't they have Amazon in Canada? Yeah. Can't they, they just get that shit Amazon? No, they got to pay tax on it. So that Paying tax on my Gucci belt. So then when they That's need- the name of my new mixtape. <laughs> Paying they- tax on my Gucci belt. Yeah, there you go. 8%. I'm just saying. I'm just saying Canada, there's a lot of holes in your uh, in your story here. That's all I'm saying. I'm just a connect the dots guy. I'm not a... I'm not a guy who's putting... So you think we should build a, uh, a wall to the north, too? Correct. Keep them cheap-ass Canucks in, in Canada? Not the Maritimes, though, because I still like scallops and like some good But shit. what about when you want to go to Canada? Why would I need to go there? You go to Canada all the time, don't you? Because you want to go to Montreal and see some titties. I've been to Canada three times my whole life. Yeah, okay. Jesus. Send him back. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog, these Canadians... Just kidding. I do love Quebec. Viva Quebec, baby. Canada's cool. To all our Canadian listeners out there, shouts. I fuck with Canada heavy. I just like playing. Uh, I like playing the internet troll. That's what I'm going. That's what I'm going to be for Halloween this year. I'm going to pause this and turn the light on. An internet. Think you'll ever own a Gucci belt? No. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Is that still a thing? Uh, I don't know if the oh, was that a thing. A little pump, right? Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. I think that was the thing. Oh, okay. It could have been a fever dream. I don't know. <laughs> I blacked out. <laughs> I paused the uh, podcast to turn a light on. I went and grabbed a beard lights. Still off. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. Don't worry about it. It's is a, it's it, a is vibe. this light going to work or is this outside? That's outside. All right, yeah. It's fine. I'm just going to wrap this thing up soon anyway. Yeah. I don't know what time wrap. But I uh, know 38 minutes. Short. Feels like it's been longer, right? It's a short episode this week. Quality app. Um, no, I went on a Gucci belt. I've actually decided that. I've somehow, like, without really noticing that it was happening, I, like, transitioned into kind of, like, a garbage person when it comes to, like, material things. Like, I just don't... I, like, I started kind of taking inventory of, like, what I own. And with the exception of things that I have to wear for work, which is already very sparse. Like, I'm a one blazer, like, three pairs of work slacks, like, very... I have, like, four or five button-up shirts. Like, I run it lean already. But then, so if you take that out, which is already a lean set of uh, attire, um, I don't have a lot of like shit. Like I have crap, kind of, but like I don't. Want, like, <laughs> you have uh, crap. You don't have a lot of shit. Yeah, I get you. I feel yeah. you. Yeah, let me just. Fl- let I me, feel you, let dog. Me, let me flesh this thing out. <laughs> um, 
I don't own like clothing that isn't bought for me. Really, like, like I don't have, like, and I know that's like a very like old dad kind of thing. Like, no, that's a very child thing to say. You're going in the wrong direction. No, no, no. What you're missing my my larger point. Like, I don't remember the last time I was like, I need a new shirt today, and I went like I got in a car or went online and like drove somewhere and exchanged money for a new shirt. You need to hook up with my Canuck friends. They teach you how to do that shit, dude. Yeah, tax free. Like. I was trying to think of like things I've spent, money that I've spent in the last year on clothing, footwear, like personal accessory, like things that it's like zilch. <laughs> like I just can't. And I'm not like saying it in a good or bad way. It's just like an observation I made about myself. I was just like, like the pair of shoes that I wear all the time, yelling about for me <laughs> and they're boat shoes. And I wear them every fucking day. They're my fucking slippers. <laughs> they're my, I'm going to the gym. But when I get to the gym, I put on, Nike shoes that you bought for me. <laughs> I fucking work out. And when I work out, I use wrist wraps that I bought in 2012 with a weightlifting belt that I bought in 2012 with shoes, you'll guess, also from 2012 in a bag that I got for free from Red River. And then I do have one gym bag also from like 2013. I just like don't have any new, like, and I just find myself being so. I, it's almost like I've, without knowing it, I woke up and was just like the most pragmatic. <laughs> like, I don't know what I've. This is it. But I also don't know what I've spent my money on. Because <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't, Booze. I don't own a personal computer. I'm like the only person I know who doesn't have an Apple Watch. I don't have. We see you, bro. We see your minimalist lifestyle. And yeah, your, I don't. And you're fasting. We see you. But like, is this. Is this something that you, as like a friend of, like, is this something you would have evaluated? If in my top like three personal categories, because I don't think I am. Like, I never thought about it. Like, oh, I'm trying to actively like, you know, minimize my shit, but it just somehow happened. I don't think you actively minimize your shit. I think your shit just doesn't pop up on the radar. Like, you're not a new shirt guy. No. Which is where you and I, for as much as we have in common, there are certain spots where we diverge hard. Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, and a Fast 7, right? That's one of them. Okay, yeah. I mean, I know I'm spending my money. I'm not rich. (laughs) I know (laughs) I'm spending my fucking money on something. And I know I've always been like more of an experienced person. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely more into that, but I don't know. Well, I mean, you do eat out a lot, right? Yeah, eat out a lot. Go on, like, try to go on trips. You're drinking fancy-ass drinks. Yeah. Fancy ass. Bitch. I mean, I know. I trust me. I I do a budget that's pretty tight. I know where the fucking money's going. But it's just funny to me how I like am becoming that guy. Like basically, the only time a year I buy new clothing is every two years. I have to buy new like jeans because like they'll just blow out. Like I got a fucking crotch hole growing up on the one. Pa- I own one pair of jeans right now. Let me just a single I, pair of denim. As your as as a good <laughs> friend of yours here, let me just tell you: don't become that guy. Like, don't let yourself, like, where, you're, where you are right now, it's fine. You get by with your one pair of jeans every two years. But don't become, like, like one outfit for the rest of your life guy. No one likes that. Well, that's, so that was why I brought this up. It's like, am I becoming that without knowing it? You're, you're heading in that direction. Yeah, but I didn't know I was. I wasn't, like, sitting around doing it. I'm just like, I don't know. Because, like, I see you in two T-shirts. Right, they're both like Serbian sports T-shirts. Yeah. You have one of them on now, <laughs> which probably means next time I see you, I'll be in the red one. You'll be in the other one, mm-hmm. and like that's it. And guess who bought both of those? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I Your know. Serbian fiance. But I do not know when that happened. 
Who knows when anything happens? I do think I think part of it is uh, I need to get I need to get a little fitter again. Personal, yeah, that might help. You don't like nobody wants to like go fetch new clothes when you're just feeling like the least interested in how yeah. you look. Well, what I was about to say too, it's funny mentioning that. I was like, I think, like I think what you wear falls into like that grooming, hygiene, fitness sort of category where it's not something that happens f- f- uh, like one morning. It's just like a gradual, right? You had eight T-shirts at one point, right? Yeah, and then you were down to seven. But you didn't go. You didn't go replace it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you blew your dick out your jeans, right? Maybe you had two <laughs> pairs of jeans back then, right? But you're like, I still got these Gucci jeans. I'm all set. So like those know. hustle gang sweatpants. That yeah. I bought. In you wore unironically. Fourteen. Yeah. yeah. But I just that, those would be the last pair of pants I've ever watched you buy in person. Yeah. So that, online. Yeah. So that's what in I was, person online. So that's what I was doing, you know, and. Uh, yeah, th- so I think we're in the same program. Right? I, I gotta, think you just need to splurge on a new fit and see how it makes you feel. I gotta like figure it out. Yeah, I still gotta drop a few more lbs. I've been been working in the right direction, but I gotta. Don't you just gut check me. No, your eyes just trapered down. I was looking at the screen. Yeah, you fuck boy. That was fucked up, bro. See, I get out here getting fucking heavy shamed because we don't use the f. <laughs> it's fucking pitch black in this room. We don't room. use the f word no, anymore. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm gonna let the people know. This is what this is what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> yeah, this is what I just fat shamed. Are you fucking kidding me? It looks like a fucking episode of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> I can't see shit. So, yeah, I've been I've been trending somewhat in the right direction cuz that's the big thing. Is like if you don't feel good in your body, you're not going to want to like, I don't want to dress up and just be all uncomfortable and be like every time you go to the bathroom, you're looking in the mirror like you piece of shit. You know what I don't miss? Tugging at my shirt constantly to like re to hide the bell. Yeah, you know when you're bigger, your shirt sort of rides up on the tire. Oh, bro! And you gotta like pull it back down. I'm in that zone, dude. (laughs) I don't miss having to do that. Yeah, I'm trying to work my way out of it. I gotta do it. And I've decided the new thing I'm gonna do in life is that eat right and exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's definitely on the rocket docket. But I feel like you just got to be way more transparent with it. I feel like I'm trying to work on like a new thing where, where I don't just like I feel like weight's such a sensitive thing because some people take it more. Sen- you know, it's difficult for some people, and I totally understand that. But I'm saying for me, just me and my own silo, I gotta like meet my maker more about it more frequently because I it's so it's almost so easy that if you just if it's hush hush and no one wants to talk about it, you just you never meet the Grim Reaper and you just fucking that's how you end up like six months down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I gotta sure. I gotta be more just like. <clears throat> It ain't it ain't being put together in a way you want right now. You mm-hmm. gotta fix it, and you can like you are in control of that destiny. But it's so easy to just be like, "Well, I'm not accountable. Let me just crush these steak and cheese." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and just fucking. So that's what I'm doing. That's that's, and I I'm extending that to the podcast listeners. Do you think? Well, remember we had, we had to fit shame Dougie last year. Do you think part of that? Do you think more people would be inclined to be in shape if it wasn't such a taboo subject? Like if I was allowed to say, "Hey Nate, you looking fat as fuck?" Like that's what. By the way, that's what I'm saying. You're allowed to not say. You're allowed. To, you don't have to be mean about it, but, <laughs> but you could be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. "Oh my god, there's a black bear in the basement." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's just Nate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I need my friends and uh, my close personal confidants. You know, I love yelling to death. She's so supportive of everything. But I could gain fifty more pounds, and yell and be like, "You look great." Yeah, like, which well, is which. You need that in your life too. That's the homie. Yeah, you need that, but. 
That's how you end up fucking getting married to a guy that they got to roll down the aisle <laughs> to get to. Only thing fucking... more supportive than yelling is the chairs in your house. Am I right? Oh, <laughs> is that what you're looking for? <laughs> Nailed it. I don't want to be the guy who has to sit at his own wedding because he's so fucking heavy set, you know. So I'm. You wrap this up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm. So, I do. She does. So she can be the supportive rock. I need everyone else to just shame me. But continue. Word up. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, you asked me a question. Continue. It's roast Dougie season. Yeah, I'm into that. Um, I I do think that that's 100 percent the thing. I think that it's like it's taboo to talk about. Like food, and now I, interestingly enough, like Lindsay's done a good job of this. Like she's into that more food psychology and like opening up how you think about food, and I'm very fascinated with that. So I do think there's a balance, right? Because you don't want to have like such an unhealthy relationship with food where like all you talk about is people being fit or not. Yeah, and you create this environment where people then it swings the other way, right? Where like right now, it's taboo to talk to somebody about like them being overweight and being like hmm, maybe you shouldn't eat pizza for the third time this week. But we also don't want to go the other way where it's like, you know what I mean? You don't want to. Well, make- I think people still, uh, I think people still look at fitness to binary, right? You're either skinny or fat, yeah. fit or out of shape, where it really should be, I don't want to say spectrum because that's too like, well, it's yeah. a spectrum. But, no, but there's different, I mean, like there's levels to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's levels of this shit. And there's going to be people who just have different body types. and You know what I mean? I'm never going to be a skinny dude. No. Like, it's just never going to happen. But I can be the better version of whatever I yeah. am. You know what I mean? And But it, it shouldn't be... It shouldn't be such a bad thing. Like, and I think that's one thing that I always try to say to Yellen is like, because I'll say that shit to my, like, I'll say it. I'm like, God, I look fucking, like, I eat like shit all week. And I'm like, you're a fucking piece of shit. And she's like, she thinks that I'm doing it in a way that's actually, you know. But I honestly think it's, like, I, I, I really think it's 80 20 how you feel and how you actually look. Like, if your body feels good, like, if you eat healthy for like four or five days, oh, yeah, feeling you're going to more or less. Aesthetically look the same, but you're gonna think you look fucking like Jason Goddamn Momoa. Yeah, you have to definitely look sexy as fuck. Find the consistency. Can't buy new new shirts right now. I'm too ripped. Yeah, but I think this idea, which I think is kind of interesting, right? So if externally you're like self-deprecating about the way you look physically, right? Let's say you're just sitting around and I'm I'm sitting at home and I'm like, oh, you're a fat piece of shit. You fucking suck. The assumption is that that is the reason that you're gonna have low confidence and low self-esteem. But I think that's a cart before the horse. No, like you feel how you feel in your darkest, most private moments. You feel how you feel about your body. Yeah. Everyone listening here right now has their own opinion of how they look aesthetically. Now, we could talk about like dysmorphia. Like there's definitely situations where that does not align with what the reality is. Mm-hmm. But as long as we're not talking about that, it's like I don't think it's a situation where if I'm harder on myself or if someone's harder on themselves about how they look or their size or something that they want to improve, that that immediately like is something we have to deter people from doing and be yeah. like be like oh no don't do that like because then you're gonna have like low self-esteem it's like dude i already feel like shit in my shirt tucked in right now so like you know spoiler alert i'm already there <laughs> like i already don't feel great so if i'm saying it outwardly it's not gonna sway me it's i'm saying it outwardly because i've already feel that you know yeah. what I mean? and i feel like people oftentimes aren't allowed to just feel like i think a lot of people use like the self-deprecation as sort of uh <sighs> I think when they do that, they feel like they don't have to do anything about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's definitely good and bad. When I do it, it's to like make myself like cook dinner at home. Or like, you know what I mean? I do it to be like, no, dude, you don't need fucking sushi tonight because you had fucking 
you know, a Euro yesterday. Like, you know, I, yeah. I do it as a, in a way that I think is conductive or conducive to me making positive change, but you're right. I guess sometimes you could just be like, oh, it's just, I'm a fucking slob. So I should just compound, you know? Yeah. yeah. But even, I mean, everyone does that, right? Like you ever have like a bad day eating and then you just go like, well, I'll start on Monday, you know, like on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, like, oh, yesterday was a real dumpster fire. Might as well get some mac and cheesy today. Yeah. I mean, I remember like, that shit's hard, man. Like losing weight, like quitting, like whatever it is, like yeah. whatever that thing is, it's fucking hard. Yeah. I get it. And it takes, definitely takes like time and energy. Yeah. You know? And if you're not like, you, you can't do it for somebody else as much as you'd want to. Like, you can't do it for your kids or you can't do it for your spouse. If you're not doing whatever that thing is for you, it's not going to work. Because whatever that th- external motivation is, is not going to, it's not going to be enough to sustain. It'll no. be enough to get you started, but it's not going to be enough to sustain. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we oftentimes, when we're talking about any type of change, not just health and wellness or, you know, relationship change, I think we oftentimes are so easy. We're so quick to condense the time frame in which it took us to get to that point mm-hmm. in time and then, you know, not, and forget that it's going to take us sometimes that long to get back yeah. the other way, right? Like, you end up in a shitty relationship, and then you go, how do we fix this relationship in three months? It's like, well, you've been in a shitty relationship for five years, so, you know, not that it's going to take exactly five years, but it might Pe- take a little longer than three months. People in shitty relationship, man, that's that's crazy to me. Like, you're making this choice to be fucking miserable every day. Yeah. Just dip. But well, it extends. To it'll anything. hurt. It'll or hurt for a few weeks. It, like, or you can work to fix it. But again, if you're trying to fix something that is remediable, it sometimes will take the same amount of time it took to fuck it up. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, let's say you're in a, in a situation where you know, like, you've been, you know, yeah, you stopped going to the gym for a decade, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna get back to where I was. It's like, well, that might take you three years to do yeah. that. You know what I mean? It's, and then you have to be able to adjust to that goal. So. Well, that was nice and light. Yeah. I got a light subject we can wrap up on, and it's a little bit of a public service announcement. So we are tentatively, we are recording this on Tuesday night. We are tentatively recording our 99 episode 100 two-part bonanza this Friday. So if we follow through with what we're intending, which is a coin toss, we would have an episode this weekend, which would be the first part with a very special, probably our favorite guest. You know him. You love him. The listener's favorite guest, Big Dick Big Dick J is tentatively greenlit to be on for episode He said he's doing the whole episode with his dick out. 99 and then episode 100. So this coming Sunday will be part one of a two-part episode. That's the plan. Hopefully we can stick to that plan. And you'll have something to look forward to. We'll try to do something fun. I got a couple ideas of things I want to like. I got things I want to talk about. It'll be kind of funny. A little trip down. Member Lane. Yeah. Should we just do a clip show instead? <laughs> some of Should the, we just brown out and do a clip show instead? Some of our finest moments. Well, I'm going to well, pour through the last 120 hours of, of well, I'm, data. I'm going to try I'm to find... Call it content I'm going to try to find you a few clips that I'd like to like see if we can put in there. But like okay. only a couple. Like I want to try to listen to like our second episode. <laughs> Cringe City. So we're going to work on that. I got some ideas I'm trying to figure out, but and I'll get with you on that. All right. But uh, thanks, y'all, for listening. Sorry for the delay again. Uh, head on over to iTunes. Like, rate, review, subscribe if you're digging the eps. At H2O on Instagram would be a convenient place to find out if the episode doesn't come out on Monday morning if the show is canceled. <laughs> that would be the best place to do it. So you should be following the Instagram. 
Yeah. Also, follow at MixNHU on Twitter, but that's basically just... Check like my, out the tape. It's just my personal handle now, so it's just <laughs> me like shit-talking people on the internet. So you could do that, too. Which is fine. Skirt! You are now listening to Mixing a Water. Oh.